0: Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. This is episode 177. I'm Art Regner, and as always, the Red and White Authority is uh, presented by Labatt Blue. Whether it's winter, spring, summer, or fall, it's always a good time to end your hard-earned day by relaxing with an ice-cold, frothy Labatt Blue. It is the official Canadian beer of the Detroit Red Wings, and we do ask that you drink our premium beer responsibly. With that said, let's uh, uh, tell you about this episode of the Red and White Authority, episode 177. We're going to spend some time with the Grand Rapids Griffins uh, the next couple of episodes. Uh, uh, today, we're going to talk to three of the Griffin players, uh, forward Jonathan Bergeron, and defenseman Jared McIsaac and Donovan Sabrango, And uh, in the next episode of the Red and White Authority, uh, head coach Ben Simon will join us. So uh, uh, let's get right into it. Up first is going to be Jonathan Berggren, uh, uh, a very high prospect in the Red Wings uh, list of prospects, having a great year at Grand Rapids. So let's welcome Jonathan to the show gives me great pleasure to welcome Jonathan Bergerin to the Red and White Authority. Uh, Jonathan, in his first year here in North America, played for the Grand Rapids Griffins. A uh, left wing, right wing, a winger, a playmaking uh, uh, player, second in points this season on the Griffins in 41 games played, 12 goals, 21 assists, 33 points, and uh, let's bring him in. Jonathan, thank you. Welcome. Uh, it's great to have you on.
1: Yeah, thanks. Fun to be here.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I guess the first question that people always ask uh, to anybody who comes over from Europe is adapting to the North American style, specifically the uh, the small ice service. Now I know you've been in international competition and have probably played in North America several times before you became a Griffin, but how has the adjustment been before uh, for you? Uh,
1: I think it's been pretty good. Like uh, I had a couple, the first five six uh, games for the. Uh, a little harder than I than I thought it would be. But after that, I think uh, I have adapted my game pretty good for uh, North American hockey.
0: North American hockey, is it just it's quicker from the standpoint of you have less time and space to maneuver?
1: Yeah, and it's more North mentality. Just take the puck forward. In Europe, uh, like my team back in Sweden, we... We took the puck uh, home a little bit and uh, didn't ship uh, and go s- too much. So, But you have uh, less space here, so that's something you need to learn.
0: How is it, even though you played in the SHL, which is obviously a men's league too, you have uh, hardened veterans like you do in the AHL, is the style of play in the a- AHL compared to the SHL, is it, is it about the same, or is it more physical? How would you describe the two leagues, uh, like kind of compare and contrast?
1: Uh, I think uh, here uh, it's uh, more physical. It's more, more hits and a little bit dirtier than back in Europe. So I think that is the most, uh, like the biggest difference.
0: Uh, how, how, how has that adjustment been for you? The, uh, uh, the, you know, getting used to the physical play?
1: Uh, I like it. It's uh, like you need to be hundred percent every game and focus. So I like to be like get some hits and uh, it make uh, me want to have the puck more and create more chances. So I think it's uh, just fire me up to uh, to be uh, have a physical game.
0: When you uh, when you kind of look at your season thus far, I would imagine being second in total points on the team. Are you happy with the transition thus far?
1: Uh, both. Uh, I think uh, I could have... Uh, I think I create more than uh, than I have shown on my points. So I think I need to be more... Um, I would say more... Uh, when I get the chance, I need to score more. Because I feel like I create uh, a lot of chances, a lot of big chances. So I need to uh, put that in points too. So, But... Uh, I feel pretty happy with my seasons.
0: You know, I, I know you've described yourself as a skilled forward, like to make plays in the offensive zone, must use your speed. Uh, have you found that your speed is a definite asset and works to your advantage out on the ice?
1: Yeah, I feel it. That my I have the speed to skate around guys and take the puck uh, into the offensive zone. So then I feel, um, but then I feel like my shot has been. Been better this year, and uh, I'm uh, I want to shoot the puck more, and I'm trying to shoot the puck more. So I think that's has been the biggest change of my game that I shoot more too.
0: Really? Now, have have the uh, have the Red Wings or have the Griffins coaching staff has been? Is is that maybe one aspect of your game where they say we know you're a creative playmaker and you can do wonderful things with the puck, but we would like to see you shoot more and develop your shot?
1: Uh, yeah. That's a big thing that we have uh, trained practice on uh, every day of the season, so I get a big help to, from the coaches to evolve my shot, to be better and use it more, so it's I'm working on it every day.
0: Yeah, I want to. uh, I kind of want to go back to when you were drafted by the Red Wings, and you know, and and I'm not really joking with you, but is it mandatory for every elite level young Swedish hockey player to be a fan of the Detroit Red Wings?
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Uh, They have a pretty good uh, list of Swedish player in the in the history. So, uh, like, I think most of my. Like my age knows, like Zerber, Lidstrom, and everyone that. So, uh,
0: yeah, I think so. <laughs> have you had an opportunity to meet several of the ex Red Wing players who are of Swedish descent that have starred for this franchise that you're going to be part of very, very soon?
1: Uh, yeah, I've talked a little bit with uh, Grunwald. it has been over and I meet him, I have a couple of dinners with him. So, it's pretty nice to hear. To hear what he has to say and give me some uh, tips from his career and what I need to think about. So.
0: That's so been nice. So I, I mean, his. So, so he's kind of giving you. Uh, Nicholas Cromwell's giving you kind of the lay of the land. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Now I want to go back to uh, your last season uh, with the Swedish Hockey League. Uh, yeah. you, you had 45 points. You were plus 18, 12 goals, 33. Uh, uh 33 assists you finished sixth in the ns shl uh in scoring overall which is as we know uh, i think it's the second best league in the world no offense to the khl but that's just me i'm kind of partial to sweden i guess uh but yeah. uh, uh uh you were the 13th player in shl history to score over 40 points at the age of 20 or younger I would imagine, considering since you were drafted by the Red Wings in 2018, you had back and shoulder issues and you had injuries for two seasons, I would imagine that that year kind of reestablished you and gave you confidence that, hey, I'm over the injury bug, let's get it going.
1: Uh, yeah, I like never doubt about my skill set or anything, but like in the beginning of that season, just my goal was to... To to play all all the season because I know when I'm healthy and uh, fit I can I can do everything I want on the ice so uh, it was really fun to show maybe people who doubt about me that that I can play my play good hockey.
0: and at that point, then the Red Wings sign you last May, May 21st, 2021. Uh, an entry-level contract, were you expecting to get signed? Were you surprised? Or was that your goal going into last season that, you know, you you wanted to impress Detroit enough where they would sign you to that three-year entry-level deal?
1: Uh, yes, of course. In the beginning of the season, I, my goal to just be a good player that season and show that uh, that I can play on the high level and uh, – like showed Detroit that uh, I'm a player they can count on so and like at the end of the season I felt like I had put on good numbers and play a good game uh, all the season so I was like I thought I would be like getting signed so it was very fun to when they call and uh, wanted to sign me so it was a big day for me.
0: Well, it sounds like it. Now, I want to go back to your draft class specifically because it was loaded. It was Zadina, Valeno, you, McIsaac, and, and Barton. I think we're all in the in, in the second round, if I remember correctly. Uh, Jared McIsaac has also dealt with an injury bug. Have you and your teammates now here in in Grand Rapids? Have you gotten to know him? Have you been able to bond over maybe having a similar path to uh, to the Red Wings?
1: We haven't talked about so much about uh, or all the injuries, but uh,
0: I like him. He's a nice guy, and we talk a lot and have fun. So, so, so yeah. No, I was just gonna say. I yeah. mean, because I, I, I'm kind of wondering. You know, like sometimes I, I would imagine. When you're dealing with this, and it could be a lonely existence which when you're rehabbing, and you know you're away from the team, and and things that you know that maybe it's good to have somebody who might have experienced that to talk, you know, kind of what you're going through, and it's probably similar, I would imagine. But then again, you're probably in Sweden, and he's over here in North America, so.
1: Yeah. Correct. So uh, we didn't know each other then uh, when we both had our injuries. So. Uh but uh, when I had my injury, about about a dog, so it helped.
0: Well, that's good. Now, I, I want to ask you uh, uh, specifically, uh, you know, Lucas Raymond has had, a you know, obviously an outstanding rookie season. Um, do you draw inspiration from the transition that he's made knowing that you're knocking on the door uh, just like uh, Lucas knocked on the door this year?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm just focused on my game. Right now, he has a very good season and he's so skilled, so but I need to just focus on mine and uh, be better every day.
0: What, what, what uh, uh, have, uh, have you talked to Lucas much, or like you said, I'm just so focused on my game. I wish him well, certainly, but you know, I'm it's all about Jonathan Bergeron at this point.
1: Uh, like we we talk a little bit of like snapshots and stuff and write about write to each other. Like uh, how it's going but uh, like on my game I just focus on myself and uh, trying to uh, help uh, this team to win games and uh, hopefully get a call up to Detroit.
0: Has the Red Wings given you any indication of a timeline? Do you think that it could be possible that uh, we could see you up here uh, in Detroit probably for the nine-game audition. So the first year of your contract doesn't kick in But uh, do you feel confident that uh, Red Wing fans may be seeing you uh, pretty soon.
1: I don't know uh, I'm just trying to play as good as uh, As I can every game and hopefully I get a call up and uh, then I will show them that uh, When I get a chance, I, I will take it. So I haven't talked about them at all about that uh, because yeah, I'm just focused on uh, Grand Rapids
0: right now. Okay, and I know the the, the the Griffins are right around 500, 18, 19, five and two, 43 points. A bit of a transition year for Grand Rapids as uh, more Red Wing prospects begin to populate the roster. But how about some of your teammates like Tara Hirose, Chase Pearson, uh, Kyle, uh, Chris Cullo, uh, uh even the uh, uh, you know the the captain Brian Lashoff? How instrumental have the veterans on this team and guys who have played in the NHL been to you in your development as a Griffin
1: yeah I play uh, I play a lot with uh, Crisco and Taco and I felt like uh, it's two such skilled players and uh, helped me a lot to play my game and they'll we play similar we want want to do things with the puck and create chances so been a big help for me to play with two such a skilled player
0: well i know you have three power play goals and you have four game-winning goals this season what can you tell red wing fans to expect uh when jonathan bergrin suits up in the red and white and is out there on the little caesars arena ice
1: oh, i'm uh, just take my play that i play here and uh, continue to play it uh, up there I, I will not change Anything in my game, because I'm confident that my game will take me there, and uh, hopefully, I will do it good there.
0: What What did you expect coming over to North America? Uh, kind of what you expected, and how has it played out for you? Is it what you expected, or is it a little bit different? I didn't have any
1: like any expectations about moving here. It's uh, It's been fun. Of course, been a little different and difficult sometimes. Like about uh, like uh, move away from Sweden. It's a big step, but uh, I think uh, like overall it's been pretty good.
0: Uh, And uh, you know, this is this is my final question because I know that uh, we've got we we have limited uh, uh, limited time with you, but. it, it appears, and you know, obviously over the years I've, I've met a lot of Swedish hockey players and a lot of great great people, number one, but uh, very good players who have been able to adapt uh, to North American culture or American culture rather easily. Has it been an easy transition for you? Because it seems that there's some similarities between North American culture and Swedish culture, or am I, again, just screwing this up royally?
1: So, like the culture, it's it's like it's uh, a lot similar, but uh, sometimes something is, uh, is different. But uh, overall, it's like it's pretty normal, like uh, how it is in Sweden.
0: So, so, so it's been a pretty easy transition for you. You know, you're you're playing hockey, you're doing what you love, and you're well on your way to Detroit. I guess is the way that uh, uh, to sum this up. Yeah,
1: I'm uh, living my dream each day, so I'm just happy to be healthy and uh, play hockey, so I can't complain too much.
0: Well, great. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Jonathan, you've been on uh, my radar since the moment the Red Wings drafted you. I knew that they were ecstatic when they drafted you, uh, and uh, I I can't wait to see you here in Detroit and uh, see you play for the Griffins as well, but uh, best of luck and thanks for joining us.
1: Uh, Thank you. It's fun to be here. Have a good day.
0: You too. Our thanks to Jonathan Bergeron, as you can tell. He uh, is probably going to be fast-tracked. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, uh, Jonathan in the Red Wing lineup uh, sometime next season for sure up next is Donovan A great story here Donovan Sobrango uh, did not play hockey last year or thought he wasn't going to play hockey last year because the OHL had shut down the K- Kitchener Rangers and he decided to uh, sign a personal tryout contract with the Grand Rapids Griffins and it's worked out very very well for not only Donovan but also for the Red Wings uh, let's hear from Donovan Joining us now is Donovan Sobrango, the defenseman for the Grand Rapids Griffins, uh, drafted by the Red Wings uh, in the third round in the the 2020 draft, 63rd overall. 38 games played this year. He has one goal, five assists, six points, 17 penalty minutes, and is a plus two, which is rather impressive. Let's bring uh, Donovan in. Donovan, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. You know, it's it's kind of weird when I think about you, there's two things I think about. Your relationship with your mother which has been well documented and is 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 truly a, an inspirational story, but also the impact that COVID has had on you. Not that it has an impact at all of us, but in a strange sense because the OHL shut down last year, and you played with the Kitchener Rangers, you were able to get a PTO with the Griffins and essentially Never left. Can you take us back to then? Because, you know, through the rules, and I don't want to get into that, you were, if everything were normal, you were too young to play in the AHL, but because you had no opportunity to play, you had the PTO. I mean, a a, a real opportunity for you that you really made the most out of.
2: Yeah, I think with everything going on in the world, you never know what to kind of expect. So I think getting told when you're 19 years old, 18 years old, that you're uh, gonna go to the American League and you don't know for how long or for what's gonna happen. You're just going there to kind of make the best of it uh, experience and sign that PTO. I know it was just a PTO, but I mean I think that was even that was just a crazy feeling, getting that privilege and then just being around the guys. Didn't even know if I was gonna play a game or what ended up happening. and then. You end up kind of playing almost a full season in the American League and you become great buddies with all the guys around the team and then I think that was just I mean I don't want to say throughout this horrible time we're going through that it was good for me but I want to say I would say that I was definitely I benefited from some areas in that and getting to play up was one of the areas and I think just kind of it's a year you kind of just ride things out not sure if you're going to go back to the OHL after this kind of year and then getting to play another year getting to stay up here I think was just an amazing amazing turn of events for me and I think I'm I'm grateful for everything that I've kind of gotten from this uh this weird time we're going through well you know I, I exactly
0: I mean I think maybe and I don't want to put words in your mouth but you took what was really an uncertain and really horrible situation worldwide and you at least made the best out of it as far as taking the opportunity to, with the Griffins. Was there ever a moment last year where you not that you said, hey, I can play in this league, but you knew that you could hold your own?
2: Yeah, I think it's like riding a bike, I think. I mean, when you're a little kid, you don't think you'll ever be able to ride the bike, so I think once you get a couple games in, you're like, okay, you kind of got some things used to, and I think it's just uh, so I mean, it's a learn progress. You're 18 years old playing in an older league, so I think once you, got a, once you kind of play a couple of games, you start getting a little more confidence and you realize that you've been playing It's the same game that you uh, were playing since uh, you've been a little kid, just a little faster, stronger. So, I mean, yeah, I think you gain confidence over time, and I think it just comes with the, uh, a little more experience in games and you kind of just pick up uh, where you left off.
0: Was there ever a moment last season or where you maybe got back to the bench and said, whoa, This is definitely not the OHL.
2: Yeah, I think this first game, I mean, you're playing uh, Chicago. They've got two affiliated teams last year, and then they're in their practice rink or not a different rink, and they're in a little bit smaller. So I think just kind of your first game, you already got some nerves, and you've got two high-skill American League teams put into one, and uh, they're just flying around a tiny little uh, little rink. I think it definitely gets you – woken up pretty quick to what the American League's all about.
0: When, uh, you know, the Red Wings, uh, they came and they signed you to a three-year entry-level deal. Uh, I, I know that's obviously your goal. I You know, you certainly want to be signed by the Wings, but um, were you surprised that it happened that quickly, or were you expecting maybe I have to, you know, go back to Kitchener for a year? Was it unsettling, or did you have a pretty good idea how it was going to turn out?
2: Uh, it's not something I really thought too much about timeline-wise. I knew obviously the end goal was to get a de- um, get a contract, and I didn't know if it was going to be another year, another couple weeks. I never never, re- never really knew until maybe a couple a day or day or two before, and uh, I think uh, I kind of liked it that way. I mean, you come into the rink every day, and you got to earn it. I mean, even when you get the contract, you got to earn it even more. So I think. Uh, I really just focused on coming to the rink every day and being the best version of myself. And if I showed up one day and signed a contract, then I wouldn't complain.
0: How would you describe your play? I mean, you're a bit abrasive, uh, but you're, uh, I I don't know, I I, I would imagine that maybe you take care of your end first, the defensive end, but I am sure, I I have never met a hockey player in my life, regardless of uh, what level or what position they play. Uh, They all like to occasionally get involved in the offense.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, every defense has got to kind of play both ends of the pucks nowadays. So I think I, I I like to say I'm an old school defenseman with a little bit of this new school offensive. So, I mean, obviously my main role is to shut the guys down and be a solid defenseman. But uh, I think I add to the offense here and there. So I like to say I'm a little old school with a little new school. So bring the best to both worlds.
0: You know, you you, uh, you you seem to you know not that you're gonna drop the gloves or anything, but you seem to like the uh, a little bit of a rough and tumble game. I mean, you're you don't shy away from that aspect of of, of hockey.
2: Yeah, I think I mean it's hockey. I mean, you gotta expect to, anything can happen. I mean, I, I I think what you gotta be willing to do whatever you gotta do to get the team in the right in the right spots. I mean, if I've got to fight. I mean, I'll fight. I mean, it's not something out. You go out and look for, but if you got a fight, you got to make a big hit. You got to, I mean, you got to do what uh, what you think is right for the team at that moment. So I think, uh, I mean, whatever it is at that moment, if I've got a fight, I mean, I'm never, never one to look for it. But if it's there, I will uh, definitely. If it helps the team, do it.
0: Do you find yourself because you were so young when you started, and you're still a you know a very young player by AHL standards, by any standards really? Uh, uh, that do you get tested or challenged more, or do you think that you've established yourself enough where we, the opponent knows that Donovan Sabrango is a player?
2: Um, I mean, I think American League this year and American League last year. I mean, it's it's still. It's a different league. I mean, you still got you got no you got guys for that we're on taxi squad come down, and I think so. I don't know. I mean, I'm still young. I don't think uh, I've got a lot of respect there, and still in the league. Uh, so I don't know if I would say. I don't know. I think uh, I mean I get tested every game. I mean, there's great there's skill guys on every team. So I mean every every game's a challenge and every game tests me. So um, I wouldn't say that. Uh, yeah, I think I, I get tested every game.
0: Well, no, you know what I like I I love that answer. I love that answer because I, I don't know if there's any right or wrong answers to any of these questions I'm asking you. I mean, but 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 certainly. I mean, I think I, I think that mindset. What you just said is why I think uh, you, you know the, the the Griffins coaching staff, the Red Wing organization, why they like you so much uh as as a player i think your attitude is is great i know i'm jumping around a little bit but i did want to ask you about you were on the uh, canadian world junior team and that was canceled uh like a you you know a couple of games in how disappointing was that for you or is that something that you're disappointed but you know hey that's the world we live in today
2: Yeah. yeah i mean like i said you never know what to expect you don't get your hopes too high don't get them too low in this weird time we're going through so I mean anything can happen like I said throughout this um, weird time and I mean I think it's definitely something that you feel got stripped away from you especially the team I've had a lot of belief in the team that uh, we could have done great things but I mean you also got to take a step back and realize that there's a lot worse things going on too so I mean, you gotta respect the decision of the tournament and uh, the people running it, but I think it's definitely it was a tough, tough pill to swallow for our team.
0: Uh, and now, uh, yeah, I, I was really looking forward to it. I think everybody, every hockey fan, looks forward to it. Right around the, you know, the the the, the Christmas season and holiday season, and there you have the. Uh, uh, you know, the, the best young hockey players in the world converging in one place to uh, play a, a, a really intense uh, uh, tournament. It, it is disappointing, but uh, you come back to Grand Rapids. The Griffins, right now, I think it's kind of a bit of a transitional year because so many prospects of the Red Wings are going to start populating the Griffins roster. But uh, right around 500, uh, how would you characterize the, the season thus far for the team and then for you?
2: Yeah, I think. It's been an uh, up and down season, I think we just got a, I believe in our group, I think we got a great group of guys, and I think we just need to find a little more consistency in our game, and I think we'll be fine. And uh, But like I said, I got a lot of belief in this team, I like the team we have, and uh, my year, I mean, I'm still, like I said, this a, a, uh, there's still a lot, of, a lot of differences from the year, or from the league it was last year, like I said, I mean, there's new guys in the league, so... I mean, it took me a few games to kind of get everything. Like I said, get everything under me, and I think uh, I think for me, it's just bringing consistency. I mean, I gotta I gotta bring the same thing every night, so the coaches know kind of what to expect from me. So that's uh, I think I've had a decent, I mean, pretty good year, and I think uh, I still expect a lot more from me, though. I think uh, consistency. I mean, I can't have it one game and can't have it another. So once I just a little more consistency, and uh, I think uh, me and the team will be uh, benefiting a lot from it.
0: When you look at, I mean, this year you're playing a full slate of games. You're playing every team, I believe, in the NHL. Last year it was compacted to, what, 24 games, and it seemed like you were playing Rockford and Chicago like 50 times or something. Uh, So I I guess that you're you're getting a better – you're seeing overall the entire AHL, except being so honed in as it was last year. But I, I want to jump forward because I know we don't have much time. And I know your your mother, Kim, is a, an inspiration. She was in a car accident. I believe it was 2017. Uh, she suffered head trauma uh, or a brain injury, which I think you kind of, because you had a few concussions yourself, You you saw those signs. Can you talk about what your mother means to you and how she inspires you and I think probably the people around her each and every day.
2: I mean, I think it's pretty pretty evident when you meet my mom that she's an inspiration just when you meet her. I think once you, you meet her, you love her instantly. I mean her passion and every that springs to everything. I mean is it's incredible. It's second and none and I mean uh, I think I mean for me for hockey she's made the world, different, the world of difference for me I mean she's the first person I call after a game and she'll give it to me straight up I mean if I'm if I was bad that night she, she'll she tell me you're bad you need to step it up if I'm good she'll be the first one to tell me I got got a good game and uh, she's uh, she inspires me every day I mean she's the first person that uh, call in the morning to give me a little getty up and go and I think I just use all my uh, everyday is just kind of kinda of make her proud and just kinda of, just kinda of make everything uh so I can make play in the NHL and we can both achieve our goals every day.
0: Yeah, well I think it's a great story and you know, I, I would imagine no matter what's going on in your life, uh uh you, you know, your your mother's only a phone call away and uh No matter what, as I said, I'm sure that she definitely uh, brightens your day each and every time she talks to you. Whether she's uh, giving you a hug or kicking you in the butt, uh, uh, she's always there for you, which is a tremendous story, and uh, uh, I'm glad that she's doing well. I really am. Thank you. Uh, uh, All right, final question, Donovan. I know I have to let you go. Uh, Is that a timeline to come to Detroit? I mean, I know you don't try to think about it, but have you gotten any feedback from the Red Wings? Do you think that uh, you know, you have a legitimate shot next season of cracking the the Red Wing lineup, or or what you is your own personal timeline?
2: Um, it's not really something I really think too much about, but I've had good communication with Detroit and uh, Grand Rapids. I mean, just uh, we all want what's best for me, and I think just being uh, all around complete player is what we're really focusing on. I mean the time, if it happens to be next year, it happens to be, I mean, it's not something I'm really thinking about, I'm just trying to be the best me and uh, be the best me every day and just kind of bring it to help Grand Rapids at, the, at this moment right now, we're in an important time in the season right now and that's really all I'm focused about right now.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Donovan, it's a pleasure talking to you. I have talked to you in the past. I I, I definitely like your game. I I, I like you. I like your attitude. I like everything about it. I'm really looking forward to seeing you uh, in Detroit very, very soon. Thanks for joining us today on the Red and White Authority. Donovan Sabrango, well on his way to becoming a Detroit Red Wing within the next couple of seasons. We now turn our attention to another defenseman, another high defensive prospect for the Red Wings, and that is defenseman Jared McIsaac, drafted in 2018, 36th overall, has dealt with the injury bug the last couple of seasons, but he's healthy and playing in GR. And let's hear from Jared Joining us now on the Red and White Authority is Jared McIsaac, defenseman, 6'1", 196 pounds, left-handed shooting defenseman, uh, drafted by the Red Wings, 36th overall in the 2018 draft, a a star-studded class if you look at all the players that Jared uh, uh, was drafted with. But uh, let's uh, bring him in. Jared, uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, I really appreciate your time.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. I
0: I am uh, uh, curious if... uh, Uh, about in 43 games, four goals, 11 assists, 15 points, uh, 16 penalty minutes. You have one power play goal. How has this season been for you on the ice?
3: Yeah, I think, um, you know, my games um, come along pretty well, uh, especially the past, you know, 25, uh, 30 games or so. Um, You know, starting to obviously... <clears throat> hit my stride, I think again, and becoming more comfortable, um, especially with a couple setbacks the past couple years. So um, it's been nice to you know be healthy and um, you know be playing uh, every night, which uh, which has been great. Right. Uh,
0: if you could kind of speak up, Jared. I don't know why uh, Jonathan and Donovan were cool. I I'm not sure why your audio seems a lot lower. So if it if it's possible to uh, uh, I, I guess and you know you're probably just a quiet well-reserved young fellow there but if, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you could speak up that would be cool. Yeah sounds good. Okay great hurt? thank you. I, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely uh, uh, appreciate that. Um, you know you talked about injuries and uh, you know it seems that you just couldn't catch a break there for a while. You had uh, two uh, shoulder surgeries uh, that kept you out for a significant period of time, and then the uh, at the Prospects Tournament where your head hit the glass and then your head hit the ice, and, you know, uh, I mean, I was there. I saw it. Uh, can you talk about just a mindset in how you have to be just mentally strong to come back from what were pretty big setbacks for you?
3: Yeah, um, definitely, definitely uh, the first surgery, um, going through that um you know kind of I guess knowing what it's like um you know to be sitting out and and how uh you know draining and and tough it is and I think you know with my second surgery and then obviously what happened in in Traverse City um you know that that just made me I guess you know that much stronger with it and um you know being able to battle back and and kind of knowing what it takes to to get back game ready um yeah i think um you know come a long way since um you know that first surgery and um like i said just just excited to be playing every night now
0: now each shoulder was operated on was this just through hockey or is it was it something i don't know if a genetic thing where you know they really i guess looked you over and said you know what we got to correct this whatever's going on
3: in his shoulder yeah I think it was just through hockey, um, <clears throat> you know, just uh, the wear and tear, I guess. And uh, I was, you know, fell, obviously, uh, in, uh, when I was in Finland in a vulnerable spot. And, um, you know, it just happened to, to slide out um, on me. And uh, the first one was just, um, you know, the wear and tear of the season. It was bugging me kind of all year, so, um, you know, decided to have it done after, after the season.
0: You know, I, I want to go back in, you know, I know you're from Nova Scotia and, uh, uh you know, I, maybe this is through day Cleary because he's from the maritime provinces too. uh, hockey in the Maritimes. We, you know, we always heard that, you know, not a whole lot of players come from there, but what was that experience like for you? Because obviously, uh, you made the grade, you made the cut.
3: Yeah. Hockey's huge back home. Um, huge in my family, especially, um, you know, growing up in uh, in Churro, um, you know, pretty big hockey town. Um, you know, the Halifax Mooseheads are an hour away, so was able to watch them growing up a bit, and then um, lucky enough to play for them for for four years, three and a half years, and then um, yeah, I guess here we are now. But um, you know, huge huge uh, hockey base back home, hockey in Nova Scotias. Um, it's massive i guess with the you know the quebec league the quebec league's huge back home and um just uh you know a great a great hockey uh province yeah i know that you played with
0: Zadina in 2007 uh 2017-18 for the Moosehead uh, in halifax uh do you still keep in touch with phil phil are you guys buddies do you uh, uh you know do you kind of monitor what's going on with him as
3: well yeah for sure um you know, I try to, you know, stay out of his, out of his way, I guess you could say, but um, definitely reach out once in a while and, um, you know, whatever it is, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, you know, through text. But um, yeah, definitely keeping tabs on him. Um, you know, we were, you know, real good buddies in Halifax. Um, a great player for us in Halifax, and uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's doing well.
0: You know, I'm kind of curious. I know you've described yourself as a two-way defenseman, uh, kind of maybe uh, kind of like Drew Doughty or something. I I, I read an article that that you compared yourself to. uh, I like this quote. You said, I like to play physically and to uh, contribute offensively and defensively, willing uh, to play any role. I want to contribute as much as possible. Defense first, join the rush after that. I guess, does that pretty much describe you as a hockey player?
3: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I've took, um, you know, a couple big steps, um, especially from the start of the year, as far as my defensive game goes. Um, you know, the offensive game has, has come uh, come a long way as well this year. Um, you know, just with, uh, you know, j- joining at the right times and um, being more active, um, you know, in the offensive zone. So. Um, yeah, I'd say that that describes me pretty well.
0: How about the the, the veteran, maybe of some of the uh, uh, the, the fellows on the blue line, like a guy like you know Captain Brian Lashoff, uh, Luke Witkowski's on the team this year. I mean, have they been instrumental in showing you kind of the ropes into professional hockey?
3: Yeah, for sure. Um, Lash has been great. So is Witter. Um, you know Ryan Murphy as well as another one. Right. Um, so it's been good playing with playing with all those guys. Um, you know, I've been able to to uh, to play with them. You know, a couple games here and there. Uh, Murph's you know been my steady D partner, I guess you could say, um, for the majority of the year. But um, I think just you know watching Lash and and Witter, um, you know, defensively um, has helped me. Helped me a lot this year, and, and also watching Murph um, offensively, he's a real smart player. Um, so, yeah, those guys, those guys have been great to watch. What kind of feedback have you been getting from, uh, from the, not only the
0: Griffins coaching staff, but from the Red Wings themselves? Is there a certain aspect of your game that, uh, that you really want to work on so uh, you can uh, uh, make a seamless transition into the NHL?
3: Yeah, I think just continue on my defensive game. Like I said, I think it's come, you know, quite a long ways um, since the start of the year. And, um, you know, I think that's what's going to get me there uh, eventually. And, um, you know, just continue to, you know, end plays quicker and, and, uh, you know, use my feet um, as much as possible to do that. Um, do you
0: have in your own mind I I, I hate to ask you this question but I mean do you I I, I would imagine that you have to feel somewhat relieved just that you're healthy and you're playing hockey again I guess that has to be at least a a little less mental strain on you
3: yeah for sure like I said earlier it's um, you know been a lot of fun this year being able to be in the lineup uh, every night and uh, yeah like you know long two years and um you know just thankful that uh you know i'm back healthy now and and moving in the right in the right way uh on the right track i think and um yeah it's been a lot of fun so far hey
0: who who do you draw upon when things are rough i mean is it more of an internal thing or you know like your support staff is it uh, maybe a couple former teammates obviously your family i would imagine but uh Uh, when Jared McIsaac maybe needs a pick-me-up what does he do
3: yeah um, I don't know it's uh, you know it's tough question obviously Um, you know been through so much that uh, you know I kind of know you know what works and what doesn't now and um, you know that's the nice thing about having the older guys here um, you know on the blue line Um, You know, just bouncing questions off Lash, and he's been great um, for me this year, especially in that regard. Um, But it's been pretty good lately. Um, You know, pretty happy with how things are going in my game right now. And, um, yeah, just trying to, you know, progressively keep moving forward with that.
0: You've had really a, a pretty accomplished career for being such a young man in, uh, uh, a, 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 at the junior level and now you're uh, making the transition into, uh, into being a pro. What has been your the biggest thing maybe that you've had to get used to now playing in the NHL? Is there one aspect of the, uh, uh, of the league that either has surprised you or, or has it been pretty much what you thought?
3: Yeah, um I mean I always obviously knew um coming in, you know, that it was gonna be that much harder um to defend and um I think now just, you know, being conscious of that and and you know, trying like I said, trying to, you know, be tight defensively, because um, it doesn't take much, um, you know, for these these players to, you know, get a get a good chance. So, um I think just the defensive game especially and um, yeah with the puck too I mean just keeping it simple um, that's been I guess that's been kind of why I've been having success lately is just keeping it simple and um, you know playing physical and uh, like I said and trying to end plays as quickly as possible um, defensively the old adage what
0: uh, you know just uh, uh, go out there don't think too much about it go out and have some fun and just play hockey
3: yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Um, try to think as uh, as little as possible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you,
0: Jared, I, 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 I've I been known to think as little as possible. It Sometimes it works for me, sometimes it doesn't, but it sounds like it's working for you, and I couldn't be happier for you.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Right. Jared, thanks for joining us here on the Red and White Authority. I'm looking forward to the day uh and and i said this uh, to to all you guys i can't wait to see you up here in detroit uh playing for the red wings someday best of luck and uh uh you take care of yourself and it's great to have you healthy and playing hockey
3: thank you awesome thanks a lot i appreciate it
0: again i would like to thank all of our guests here on the red and white authority jonathan bergrin Donovan Sabrango and Jared McIsaac. As we continue to look at the Griffins, up next in episode 178 of the Red and White Authority will be head coach Ben Simon. Until then, everyone have a safe and pleasant one. We'll talk to you soon. And thanks for listening to the Red and White Authority.